This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. It's a segment we're calling That's Enough. I went to the drugstore yesterday just to get toilet cleaner. And guess how much I spent? $150. So yesterday at around this time, I believe we were talking about how you were trying to spend $0 this entire week. Yeah, Yesterday was one of the worst days for spending I've had in... Months. You, well, you bought a 12-pack of Smile Cookies to start things off at, like, before 5 a.m., so uh, that's a bad start to Well, the week. it was really early. <laughs> so I go into the drugstore. I'm only going for toilet cleaner. 150 bucks later. I'm like, oh, yeah, I need mouthwash. Oh, yeah, I, I need a, a face cleanser as well for the shower. Oh, yeah, right. No, I need a Tangler as well. 150 bucks. What's Tangler? Detangler. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> I left giving the store the middle finger, two of them actually. Like to the poor ladies and fellas that are working in the store. Yeah. You well, gave I... them the bird. Yes. They would have been so confused. <laughs> it probably looked crazy, but I don't care. That's enough. My that's enough for this morning. I am assistant coaching my daughter's softball team, and we had our first game last night. We got absolutely crushed. Two hours. Two hour games. I thought they were one hour games when I signed up. (laughs) Two hour long baseball games. Seven till nine. What What? are they? The Blue Jays? Yeah, what's happening? Like all of them were bored by the end of the game. I'm like, what are we doing with these these kids? Like an hour and a half for sure should have been max. All the parents on the sideline too. Like how do they have time for this? Right. Because aren't they working all day? And then they got to do that at night. That having kids sounds fun. <laughs> like you work all day Listen, and then you go sit and watch baseball. It's pretty awesome to watch like the camaraderie that's already blooming with the team. They're buddies. Yeah, they're supporting true. each other. It is pretty cute when you hear 11 year olds being like, you've got this. Mm-hmm. You're doing amazing. Don't worry about it. Like, all geared up with eye black on too. Yeah, and their cute. fancy new baseball pants. But and- two hours. Like, how do we protest that? Because you got to go during the Oiler game tomorrow night. Yeah, next game. We play twice a week. What? That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. So, yeah, I got to miss a good chunk of the Oilers playoff game. I'll tell you this. If we make the Stanley Cup final, my kid's quitting baseball. Melanie texted in saying, personally, mine's directed to the lady who cut me off in the line at the Tim Hortons in Stony Plain yesterday. People that decided to procreate that believe their time is more valuable than others, you know. You know them. They often use the I have a child waiting, I have kids excuse. My coffee needs are just as important as yours. That's enough. Heavy, heavy, heavy. Uh, Sarah, who (laughs) listens to our show from Ontario, we appreciate you. Wrote in this morning saying, today I'm tired of my coworker showing up to work whenever she wants or leaving whenever she wants. She's not here yet. I'm still waiting. Uh, Rick says, chargers are adapters that take up more than one power slot. That's enough. How about chargers that just out of nowhere stop working? Mm. You have one job. Staying with phones. How about when you get a notification or so you think you feel a vibration in your pocket and then you pull it out and there's just nothing there? The phantom vibrate. You ever get that? Or a sound that you don't recognize and you're like, what app was that? (laughs) Or an emergency alert. Okay, those are important. Yeah, when they affect you. they every emergency alert affects everyone. No, that's not true at all. Listen, 
I get that they're there for a reason. I'm not going to be the kind of guy that's like, I can't believe that they're notifying me that there's a missing child. I want those ones. Okay. Uh, but when there's like a place being evacuated that's two hours from me. That's still important. What if you know people that live there, Ryder? You would be checking in on them. That's the point. I don't know anybody in an ant whistle. All I'm saying is like <laughs> okay. for the people of ant whistle, that is very important to get that. But no, everybody should be getting it, Ryder. Okay, well, how far should it go then? It should go far. What because if- what if you knew an elderly person that didn't have access to a phone or they're not good with their phone? What? Okay, how about this? What if there was an emergency alert where there was a fire and they were evacuating some people in Moncton? Do you think you should get notified about that? Well, we wouldn't. Well, what if you know somebody in Moncton? People... Game, near. set, match. That's enough. No, that's enough of you. 780-784-7107. What do you got for us? I'm going to complain about the guy driving the excessively loud Mustang on the highway this morning. You don't need to drive 150 and rev your engine like that. It's too early. And I can't even, like, compete with him because I drive a minivan. So. <laughs> yeah, you can get a suite, like, but I've, that's one thing I've never seen. Is a really loud muffler or like straight piping a minivan. Right? I could be that girl. Damn right you could. <laughs> Have you ever had an out-of-body experience? No, but I've heard that if you go see Adele live in concert, that that can happen That's to you. That's as close as it gets, is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a woman who was at the Los Angeles Philharmonic as they were playing uh, Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony at Walt Disney Hall. In a concert hall on Friday, and people are saying that she was having a really, really good time. She was really in tune with the music. Some people just love music. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bit of uh, audio from it. What? That's not real. Yeah, that's real. That's the audio from... Uh, so there were other people in the crowd, and she must have been doing this a lot for them to then start filming. Mm-hmm. So the LA Times was interviewing people about it, and it was super interesting uh, how different people's vibes were with it. Uh, one concert goer said, I saw the girl after it happened. Um, it was really quite beautiful that she was feeling the music that much. What? Another witness said... Yeah, she had a breakdown of some sort. <laughs> Everybody was worried it was a medical emergency. So I just love the like the two different strong opinions on this. One was pissed because everybody was worried and not paying attention to the music because she was going for it. And others are like, wow, I wish. Wow. It's so touching. Okay, well, that's definitely not what I meant about the Adele concert. Oh. I'm more so, I've just been, I've just been told that hearing her voice when there's amazing acoustics, you have like an out-of-body experience and you just start crying. Okay. That yeah, happened to me at Hot Yoga once. It did? Yeah, I just started crying. Are you sure you didn't just have like a long week? Yeah, I had a pretty bad week. Okay. And then, then they start asking you like, think think of the things that you want to get rid of. Release mm. them. And then I start crying. Oh. Did it, it distract the other yoga goers when you were like, oh... Okay, well, I wasn't doing that. Oh, okay. Can we hear this sound again? I need to hear this again. (laughs) 
I would be. I would say something. I would be laughing. I would be. I You'd would say something. Yes, oh, I you're such a up. you're such a Karen in training. And I would be like, "Can you shut up?" That's what I would say. We're trying to enjoy the music. Oh, that would embarrass me even worse than if I was sitting beside a little out of body experience <laughs> no way. girl. It would. What's worse, me saying something, I or that woman going off in the crowd? That was distracting. I mean, I could go for some of it right now. I'm going to go see this show. <laughs> Times you've smashed your phone. Maybe it was in a cool way. Maybe it was not. If you are texting into our show or contributing, sign your name so we can give you a shout out. It says, I once dropped my phone and it slid under a 7-Eleven cooler. They couldn't get the phone without having to move the entire cooler. But in the process, it also crushed oh, my phone. Sucky. Dang. I think the only one that I remember I was just gassing up trying to use my left hand to text and my right hand to pump gas. Was this uh, back in the day when there was T9 texting? Because I could do that with my eyes closed. No, this would have been like an iPhone 7 or something. Okay. But that I smashed. Uh, The reason we're talking about this is because there was a guy in the change room yesterday who was completely naked. Mm. And he was checking his phone, which, what? Get dressed first. Anyway, he uh, dropped his phone and it smashed. And we both looked at each other like as he picked it up. And then he just gave me, like, the nod of disapproval. I'd like to um, just say, after you said naked guy, I went, hmm. And I didn't mean that in a sense that I was, like, thinking of a naked man. I was Invested in the story. I was processing. Okay. So apologies sure. if that came off wrong. No, you would have been like, hmm. Really? Yeah, he was handsome, yeah. That's why you were staring. I wasn't staring. Okay, so here's my story, and it's pretty badass. Oh, I bet it's not badass at all with that intro. What do you got? <laughs> okay, so I was at BVJ the year that the big storm happened. And it was really scary because it came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Everyone was running for shelter, trying to get out of there as fast as they could. And the wind was picking up like crazy. And my Blackberry flew out of my hand. From and I, the wind? From the wind. That's how scary it was. Like, we were all crying. Like, it was, it was really scary. Mm-hmm. And it flew out of my hand, and I went to get it. But it was going in the opposite direction of where everyone was running. Oh, brutal. It was like a final destina- scene from Final Destination. Like, I'm not even joking. I went to get it, and my friend grabbed my hand. She said, Lisa, it's not worth it. We have to go. And I left it. You left your I Blackberry left it. there. Mm-hmm. It was risque photos on it for sure. Didn't care. Really? Well, it was life or death situation. You're just sending out a ton of risky photos back then. Well, on a BlackBerry, you can't really. It's blurry. (laughs) (laughs) So So I wasn't that concerned. So you were more comfortable sending them out on the BlackBerry than like the high def phones now. For sure. For sure. (laughs) But it was scary that it blew. uh, Blackberries are bricks, man. And it went flying through the air. She gone. Yeah, that's sad. That that was a very tragic uh, storm. So. You probably didn't spend too much time being sad about your phone. That's true. I'm pretty sure. Didn't somebody actually did die? Yeah, a lady from Lloydminster. Oh, so uh, horrible. No, that's, was, yeah. that storm was so scary. We were all bawling our eyes out when we got back to... Which, with the sand and the dust, would have just been the dirtiest cry ever. Yeah, everybody was so dirty. Dana hit us up and said, I was at the Dead Mouse concert at the Shaw, and I had to go to the washroom instead of normally putting my phone in my back pocket where it would fall into the toilet, I was being super smart, took it out of my pants, put it on the floor, and as I sat down, someone reached under the stall and stole my phone off of the floor. I just think it's so funny that you were smart enough not to keep it in your back pocket because you didn't want it to drop in the toilet, but you decided to put it on the gross bathroom floor instead. (laughs) 
that's the same phone that you're going to be touching and then you're going to be eating food later. Like, that is a bad, bad place to put a phone. Sarah texted in saying, my sister and I went to Nashville for our 30th birthdays on our very last night there. We went to Hattie B's for dinner while waiting in the huge line to get in. I dropped my phone, screen smashed. I wasn't even drunk yet when I dropped it. Hey, at least it was the last night. Mm-hmm. Now you got the photos. You got the evidence that you were in Nashville. I'd almost rather lose it right when I got there. Wouldn't that be a refreshing holiday to be like, oh, smashed my phone. Guess I'm just going to live in the moment. I could never be that confident in life. People that are just, everybody knows that one person. Whether you go to a ball tournament with them or you go traveling with them and they'll lose their phone, their key, their wallet, and they don't care. And I've never got it. Mm. They just keep living. Yeah, if That's I, all I think about. If it was lost, I would be uncomfortable, I think. If it was broken, I wouldn't care as much. 780-784-7107. Oh, I was driving to work and I got in the car, started playing music, turned off of my road and it was like phone disconnected. And I was like, what? So I turned around and yeah. Sure enough, it had fallen right out of my pocket of my sweater, and I ran right over it. Do you I think you ran anything. over it when you went back for it or when you were leaving? No, because I parked on the other side of the street. Oh, smart one. So but it was, was when you were life. leaving. <laughs> yeah. Drove right over your phone. You could only be mad at yourself in that one at least, right? Like, yeah. I'd have beef if somebody else broke my phone. If I do it, I'll forgive myself. Remember when that guy almost fought you in a hallway because he was drunk, ran into you, dropped his phone, smashed it, and somehow it was your fault? Yeah, it was a tight hallway, and he was <laughs> leaning against the wall, wasted, texting. <laughs> and I asked him if I could sneak by him two or three times, and he ignored me. And so finally I was like, okay, I'm going to try to sneak by you here, man. Very thin hallway. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. His phone fell out in that transition, and you're exactly right. He tried to fight me. Good times. Remember that guy's name? Lou. Yeah, it was a French name. Louis? Anyway, that might be it. (laughs) I think that's actually it. Would you like to get your kids to help you with chores? Because there is one specific word you can use where they'll, uh, they'll be a lot more inclined to help. I also have a tip. Okay. Of a certain way to word something with your kids to get them to do something. And it was Judy Bloom that gave this advice. And her new movie is out. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Okay. And so I have a great tip that I heard her say in an interview once, and I think it would work like a charm to get your kids to start reading more. So Judy Bloom said that if you're trying to convince your kids to read books that you enjoyed growing up, do not word it like this. Oh, this was one of my favorite books growing up. You have to read it. Because unfortunately, this is what Judy Bloom said, not me. What you think is cool is the furthest thing from cool to your kids. Okay. So instead, you word it like this. Oh, I don't think you're ready for this one yet. Ooh. Oh, they love it. They'll pick it up. They'll read it beginning to end just to show you. I hope my kid's not listening because I want to try that. I actually should have waited till like 8.30 to yeah. give you this tip. Sorry, parents. Thanks a lot. But it is true because books like Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. It's a great read. Okay. But in their mind, it's not cool because you liked it. Yeah. But these are timeless books and maybe they aren't ready for it. Okay. Now, are you ready for this one word? Wink, wink, wink. That'll yeah. help you get your kids uh, helping you with chores. Calling them a helper or saying you need a helper. Researchers say that the noun is a description that points to a child's basic character and identity. Mm. So if you're going to do something in the yard, you could use uh, your kid's help. 
just say, I could really use a helper for this. They'll just be super keen. I saw a meme today and it was like, kids will say, this is the worst day of my life. And all they have to do is unload the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so miserable. Uh, it's oh, true. You wonder great. at times, like, will they ever pull it together? And I think most do. Oh, it took me years. I was the messiest kid. I was disgusting. I just had clothes all over my room at mm-hmm. all times. And now I'm way better. But it took me... Till I was in my 30s. You still have a laundry chair. We don't talk about the laundry chair. Because you can't physically see the The laundry chair, chair, so it doesn't exist. You can't see the chair. Exactly. Because there's so much laundry, yeah. So it's just a pile. Ryder. Okay, well, sorry. I'm just saying you didn't get that good. Brought to you by Cal Mustara, your real realtor with Maxwell Progressive. We are joined by Maggie and Annika. Did I get that right? That's right, yeah. Okay, awesome. And you guys are ready to win some money. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> so are you on the way to school? Annika is nine years old, you said, Maggie? Yeah, that's right. We're heading to school, so we've got some time. You okay, know, yeah. perfect. So yeah. we'll try to make this quick just so you're not late for school. Um, no, we're good. We're good, yeah. You're good. Okay, perfect. Ryder, do you want to break down how Ryder and Lisa's 1K Word Play works for those that are perhaps listening for the first time? Sure. So Maggie's going to pick either Lisa or myself as uh, her teammate, who will then leave the room and can't hear anything. And we're going to give you five words. You tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. There is a 25-second timer involved in that. And then uh, we're going to invite your teammate back in, play the same game with them. For every word that matches, it's 25 bucks. Hit them all, and it's 1000 okay? Okay, yeah. Okay, so Maggie, who is your teammate this morning? Lisa. Okay. Annika, say Lisa today. Okay. We're going to try Lisa. Sounds good. Okay, I'm out of here. Good luck. I will start the timer as soon as I give you the first word, okay? Okay. Just let me get ready here. There we go. Okay. Your first word is kitty. Kitty. Uh, cat. cat. Lawn. Grass. Jeans. Short. Pint. Oh, what is it? Sorry. Pint. P-I-N-T. Pint. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. I... We ran out of time. Oh, I'm sorry. You, because you misheard that. that I, yeah. I'm going to yeah, give I you the. I pint. I'm, okay, I'm going to give ahead. you the last word just because I didn't get time to give it to you. What is the first uh, word that comes to mind when I say remote? Car. All right, let's get Lisa in here. I can't, can't let you get away with that one that uh, we missed, though. How did we do? She didn't get all five no. in time, so no thousand bucks today. Okay, but we can try to win a hundred. We can try to win a hundred. Yep, let's do it. Okay. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say kitty? Cat. 25 bucks. (laughs) How about lawn? Grass. Yes. (laughs) 50 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Better than nothing. Let's keep it going. I could hear Annika in the background. She helped with those two answers. Yeah, yeah. She was on fire. (laughs) Great job. Great job. What's the first word, Lisa, that comes to mind when I say... Remote. Control? No. No. She went with car. 
Oh, that's a good answer. And what about jeans? Pants. Ugh, no, close. What? She what? went with shorts. I should have known with the nice weather this week. Well, you picked up 50 bucks. That's not too bad, Maggie and Annika. No, that's the best. We're so happy. Thank you so that's much so again. That's so great. You have a great day, okay? The uh, late night writers for all the big shows are going on strike. Yeah, they're not getting paid enough to scroll through Twitter and steal jokes from other people and then okay. use them on the show. Well, it happened back in 2015. Ryder and I did a segment called Window Pane Pain, where when it was raining outside, we filmed each other looking out the window sadly and just saying something that was upsetting us. Window Pane Pain. Mm-hmm. Funny. Who did the exact same bit with a fake rainy window the next weekend? Jimmy Fallon. And even used one of our jokes, the word for word. The exact same joke. So yeah. don't tell me that those writers aren't scrolling I think and I, stealing. I think I might have stole that joke off Reddit. Writer... Okay, it is time for the late night auditions. Lisa and I are both going to throw some jokes your way and we'll see who we should put our support behind for who's going to go and fill in for these shows. Yep, so get your vote on 780-784-7107. Whose late night jokes land Mm -hmm. harder? How would you word that? Better. Whose late night jokes land harder? Sure, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, you go first. No, you go first. Okay. A man driving a stolen car accidentally drove into a woman who was also driving a stolen car. And then he stole her heart. Just kidding. He stole her catalytic converter. Good start. Experts think huge storms in California could create a new gold rush. They've found a little bit of gold so far. It's been a minor success. A university student in South Korea ate a $120,000 art piece, which was a banana taped to a wall. He sure puts the ass in potassium. I think you're getting fired for that one. Ryan Reynolds isn't the only celebrity looking at buying an NHL team now. Snoop Dogg's also interested in buying the Ottawa Senators. That's true. He's already got a Vietnamese-German fusion restaurant next door. So why wouldn't he? Uh, Faux schnitzel. There's going to be heavier police presence outside Rogers Place for the uh, games. And uh, hopefully, (laughs) police presence will be heavier outside Rogers Place for the Euler game viewing parties. Hopefully, they'll leave their photo radar ticket machine at home. Otherwise, McDavid's getting a ticket. (laughs) Slow down, bullet. Again, uh, my last one here. This is the cringiest segment we've ever done. Yeah. It was the Met Gala last night with so many people wearing wild outfits. I liked attending the Pee My Pants Gala more. I just went in my jeans. Okay, I have one more. I did write a Met Gala one, but I wasn't going to go with it. But I'll say it anyway. Why? That was just the best one that we had so far for sure. Okay, yeah, let's actually end on a good note because mine are getting worse. Now we need it. A cockroach made its way through the Met Gala carpet last night. I didn't know Harvey Weinstein got out of jail. (laughs) The 
Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.